Welcome to In The Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio. I'm Aaron Boogie here with Miss Lady D. Hi. And we finna talk about Santa and his mind-resistant vehicle. Yeah, his, his mind-resistant ambush-protected. Oh, so you knew the whole, the whole name for the, the vehicle. Yeah, because, I mean, I was shocked to see... Uh, someone say that like in regular civilian life (laughs) i couldn't remember what they meant (laughs) yeah um it's crazy because i had to ship one of those things while i was deployed and it was like stop it it was a big deal it was like high visibility like the commander came down they had a crew that flew with it like contract crew yeah, like it had his own crew to go with Stop it. Stop it. I'm like, wow. That's wild to me. So. See, uh, this is why I love that you have that perspective from it. It kind of adds to what we we would be talking about because mine, my, like my perspective is just the civilian perspective, but you have both sides to contribute. Yeah. So when they, I, I guess the flyer said that Santa was going to be visiting kids in uh, armored sleigh. That's what they said, armored sleigh. Did you see the locations of where they were going to take the armored sleigh? Yes. Oh, my God. This list, wait, it's basically all the communities, like uh, Rip, Van Winkle, and... The Brick. Did they go Charles Street? Charles yes. Street. Like, Tubman. Yeah. Yeah, and like I think Delafield too, and then they went to the Seven Eleven on Hooker Ave. Yeah. But I thought to myself because this is this is exactly why I the when I first saw the flyer and I saw the picture of the armored sleigh, I was like, okay, so you're gonna take a a military grade vehicle, put Santa on it, because the thing is not very inviting. They claim it's extremely popular with the children. I don't know. I'm what children that's what i want to know so and then you're gonna take this armored vehicle and go into black and brown communities that don't have a good relationship with the police and hand out candy yeah there's i mean personally i wouldn't want to see that in life like in my civilian life like i would not want to see that vehicle driving down the street and and that's me being used to it like that would probably bother me a lot my my perspective on it too was why does the city of poughkeepsie need a military grade armored vehicle that is meant to withstand running over mines and then i started researching a little bit further about how much these vehicles cost and even with grants they're close to a million dollars and what our community could do with a million dollars for a car that you're going to take out once a year for to have Santa ride around in cuz I've never have you ever heard of them using this vehicle for nah like and I've taken like my nephew to the base to see things and that's not one of them that's there <laughs> definitely not one of those things and that's the thing like I understand if you guys have showed it to the kids before and the kids think it's popular, but I think that, you know, it's one thing if you bring your kid to go see that, and that's the event that's happening. It's, it's, at, it's at that location for that reason. I don't think Santa or driving around in the community or around town in that thing would have been appropriate. No, and then it makes me question, like, why does our community have that? vehicle at all and it it takes you back to like the militarization of of police and kind of the state of things that we're in now um and i feel like and this is just my personal opinion but i feel like we waste so much money in our military budget and then we end up with surplus things of things like a mine resistant vehicle that end up in the city of poughkeepsie i know kingston has one too there was a bunch of controversy over there about theirs 
as well. Um, I can't remember. That was like a couple months ago. So obviously it wasn't Christmas related, but I wish I could remember what it was about. But anyway. What? So they I, have an MRAP too? Yes. So everyone just has these these things? And yes. that's my thing is like, why do like regular police municipalities need a vehicle like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, every time I think about it, I just feel like deeply disturbed because like I'm like, is that PTSD? Who knows? But I know for a fact that I don't want to go outside and see that in my community. No, not at all. No, I felt the exact same way. I, I was like, I think this is totally inappropriate when you have access to ambulances, fire trucks, other police vehicles. Like you could put sand in a cruiser and go hand out candy canes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess they decided against it because I I saw a video and I didn't see it in there. No, they used it looked like a um like one of like the paddy wagons. I don't know what the term for that is. But it was a city of Poughkeepsie Police Department truck. Right. It was very loud, too. I feel like I would be just angry about that whole thing. <laughs> about the police giving back in general or the truck that they used just, or the military one? I, if I lived over there, it was, like, really loud. So just watching the video, I had to turn it down. It was like a whole oh. parade of cop cars, everybody honking with their sirens on and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't see that part. I saw pictures that they posted um, with the children at the different locations. Nah, man, it was, I mean, the video was crazy. I was like, this is not inviting. You know, I think it's definitely a good concept, especially this year, because normally have, they have the Christmas parade where Santa comes in on the fire truck and, you know, you light the tree, they have the fireworks and everything. And obviously with the pandemic, everything got canceled. So it's nice that the police still wanted to go out and interact with the community, but I think they should do it in a more educated manner. Um, like know the communities that you're going into and, and try to accommodate them. Like, that's kind of what this whole thing has brought about was that we need better interactions with police, right? We need different interactions with police. So, like, doing the same old thing to me doesn't make any sense. Right. Wild. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Crazy. <laughs> what else happened this week? What else happened? I don't know. Do you remember? Um, everybody's selling their musical catalogs. What? You haven't seen that? Everybody's selling their masters. They're selling their own masters? Yeah, like um, Little Wayne just sold his masters. It, so Little Wayne got sued by a former manager and it came out um, in the lawsuit that he had sold his masters for $100 million to Universal back in June. And then one of, oh, why can't I remember his name? From Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Um, he so, just sold his master's. Bob Dylan just sold his master's for an undisclosed amount, um, but rumored to be in the hundreds of millions. It's been an ongoing trend lately. Uh, the guy that just bought Taylor Swift's master's is now suing them again, or uh, selling them again. What? So yeah. Buy and sell, like, basically trade master's? But yes, but it also gives me a little bit of pause as to what, like, what exactly is happening that it's causing these artists, because it's own your own masters, right? That's like what every artist preach. Mm -hmm. And now you have these established artists who are selling their catalogs off. So, um, and then you also have these people that are buying up these catalogs. There's one company out there that's, that's bought up a ton of different catalogs. And I'm like, well, what do they foresee happening in the future that they're buying all this stuff up now? And what are these artists seeing in the future? Is it just that they're aging and that they're not necessarily generating the streams? And then with the lack of touring during the pandemic, they're like, man, I should get rid of my masters for what I can now. And then I don't have to manage them. Like, I'm, I'm just really curious, like what the other side of this is. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. So when you sell your masters, you get what nothing well, you, when like, you are you your, gonna get royalties and stuff no that's why you sell it you get the upfront money so like little wayne 
you you give up the all complete rights. So Little Wayne sold his masters to Universal. So now Universal um, controls everything that happens to them. So if they get a, if they decide if he gets a sync placement or who's going to spin that record or what platform it's on or if it's going to be in a movie or not, and anything generated off of that goes to them, not him. But he gets that hundred million up front. So does is it and it struck me weird. I mean, I guess Little Wayne I, he just pled guilty. He's being sued. He just came off the the lawsuit with his label and, and Birdman. You know, like maybe he was just feeling like I got to get rid of these. Like now is the time to get rid of these. Yeah, I probably would. Because, I mean, you're going to need money for all that stuff. So speaking of famous people, Um, Debo, the act, the actor that played Debo died. Oh yeah, how sad was that? Like twenty twenty will not relent. Yeah, I'm like it's December. Just let us live. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was really sick in his last interview. You you could really hear he was clearing his throat and he was definitely having breathing issues. It was really sad. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and that lady from the movie Baps, she died too. But she was only like fifty, I feel like, like fifty three, I think. Yeah, she was young. She had um, can- what kind of cancer did she have? I don't know. But F cancer. Yo, tell me, like, I'm not super old, but I'm old enough to be like, yo, I'm terrified of cancer. Yeah, I'm really scared. Like, well, like my mom got cancer. I don't know. It must have started when she was 38 or 30. Seriously? Nine. Yeah. So I'm turning 30 next year. And they're like, yeah, you're going to have to start getting mammograms soon. And I was like, oh, word. Well, so the other side of that is I'm not there yet. You're not there yet. But I, my father died young. Your mother died young. And then you start to think like, okay, well now like I'm approaching that age that they were when this happened to them. So now you start to get a little bit scared about like, you know, I want to live longer than that. Yeah. Like, would you be satisfied with your life if it was over nine years? Like, I'm like, dang, what if I had nine years left? Yeah. See, and the answer to that for me is no. Yeah. It'd be awful. Yeah. You can't check out yet. There's been enough of that in 2019 and 2020. I'm going to have to pop out a baby, though. I'll babysit. So then, like, just in case, I'll have, like, a little legacy dude. Yes. (laughs) I'm here for this. I'm so here for this. (laughs) (laughs) Although my goddaughter is 13 years old, and let me tell you about, it's too much. A 13-year-old? She is too much. Oh, my. I'm like, I'm good. That's awful. I know. Facts. And then, Um, so we got this Bleezy interview tonight. Yes, exciting. So exciting. How excited were you for that interview? Um, I was screaming. (laughs) <laughs> yes bleasy dod and I, you had told me like what a week or so prior and mm-hmm. i just didn't even fathom that it was that person <laughs> and and what was it the night of i was like well send me the instagram and i was like what <laughs> really and then going back and listening to his music too like I was like, okay, this is what New York is supposed to sound like. Right. And being a New Yorker, that felt good. That was a good moment. Right. So that's exciting. I'm sure you guys will love it too. In his song, he dropped energy. So we're going to play that for y'all to hear. The real energy, not that energy from... Oh my God. (laughs) Thought about that. I still want to play that song because I want our listeners to hear it. But yes, this is the real energy. <laughs> Not oh the Valley. I can't remember who did that one. 
it's okay. It's not some people in liberty. Yeah, not worth remembering, right? Although I feel like that was an unforgettable song. It will forever be ingrained. This is so funny. Well, the video comes on and like some guy does a split. Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, on that note, let's get into some music. We're not going to get into any energy. And then we'll get into this interview with Bleezy. All right. All right, welcome back to In the Field Radio. I'm here, Aaron Boogie with Lady D. Hi. And we got Bleezy in the building. It's your boy Bleezy. You know the vibes. <laughs> in the Zoom building. Yeah. Yes. Quarantine wave, quarantine wave. All right, quarantine and working. Yeah, nameless quarantine edition. All right, so for those that might not be familiar with you, who is Bleezy? But you want me to let them know? Bleezy is an artist from Brownsville, Brooklyn. You know, from the streets. I got that heat. That's a, that's what I tell them. That's who I am. I'm just, that's who I am, all in one. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. What does DOD mean? Um, Definition of dreams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Chasing your dreams. That's what we doing. I would say that you're a lot of people's dreams too. Like looking yeah. you up, you're like independent artists. What did you do? Like eighty four thousand streams this year? Congratulations yeah. on that. So and, and that was a that was only a few records I dropped, so I'm just and gonna just be more. Spotify. That's only Spotify. Yeah. So I'm definitely happy about that. I'm just working, you know, I got a lot of people looking up to me, you know, so, and I got a lot of people depending on me, so. You got you know, on the, uh, the new New York Apple Music playlist, too, like, that's the Yeah, that was big, playlist. too. That was crazy. You know, I was hype. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> now How they starting to pay out? attention. Now they starting to pay attention. Um, Actually, my manager had texted to me, like, look, you got added, and then I went to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we lit. This is a playlist I'll be listening to. I go, you know, I'm a playlist person. That's the first thing I go to on Apple Music. So when I seen that, I'm like, oh, we lit. We working. We doing something. You Did know? the pandemic slow you down at all this year? I mean, obviously performing, um, but how about making music or putting music out? Not, not really. Not it, 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 didn't, it didn't really slow me down. It just it just takes away. It's a, it, it really helps you, though. It helps you get to yourself and really focus on yourself and, like, pay attention and get creative and things of that nature. You get more time to yourself. It gave me more time to myself. Really, it, it helped me. I, I think it helped me. It helped me to be able to produce this body of work, to be in that mind state. You get what I'm saying? Because in the beginning, there was a crisis. So, yeah, it was. You know, yeah, so yeah, it helped me. I feel like it helped me. When did you start putting together the new Brooklyn? Um, I think um last year. Okay. Yeah, I finished it last year. I finished it last year. Probably I did like two, two probably one or two two songs this year off the project. All the other records I was just releasing mm. this year. But New Brooklyn, was that was done last year. Yeah. And what's the meaning behind the name The New Brooklyn? And what does The New Brooklyn mean to you? The New Brooklyn is just like new energy. I'm, I'm bringing the new new energy to the city, like real substance of music, you know, real pain, real stories, just just music that gives you life. Because you know music is life, so you got to be able to create music that, that you know, people want to wake up and, and motivation, like everything, keep people going, keep people awoke too. So I want to tell people stories and people coming up under me, you know, things that I've been through. 
just get it out to them in the, in the best way that they know, and it's through music. Because like, most of the people um, my age and my and my culture and younger, that's what we raised off of music. Everything is music. How old are you? I'm 26. I, yo, I guess that. <laughs> or, yeah, you know that? You felt that? I felt that. Oh. All right, but no, because listening to the music, I was like, I I feel like you know the new the new style of rap or whatever, like kind of, but mm-hmm. it was just giving me this, um, like mid two thousands vibe, like especially yeah. the, work, the work video and all that. Like, I'm like, you don't choose. Yeah, because this is New York. This is yeah. This, you know, I was raised all for that so and i know what music is supposed to sound like and i know what falls out for for the city like you know for the city we had biggie we had jay-z we had nas we had a list of other people um it's like we got to continue and that's the reason why the other cities and, and what they doing and how how they doing and it's working because they sticking to you know the sound and everything that's going on mm-hmm for their city and what what the coach is and basically their city we gotta let the people know our city you get what i'm saying hmm. so and that's why we the new brooklyn it's been going for years though i've been telling them i was the new brooklyn and, and a new face yeah and you had that super lit viral moment a couple years ago when you had a bunch of superstars hop on the remix to Kyrie irving Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was the start. That was like that was the start of me actually like getting cuz all like young guy always was rapping and you know, you get the hood fame and everybody you throw out a song and that was me actually getting a more broader audience and more attention and I'm like, "Oh, I right. and I'm going traveling different places and people like please yeah, uh-uh, around the around the city and then it's like oh, all right i'm a rapper now i go to restaurants they giving me food they like yo uh-uh i'm like i'm doing something right. i'm, I'm uh, uh this like this is my dream though so it's like as i keep going that's why we the definition of dreams like like it's obstacles in life that you know i set out but music is uh, is, is the focal point it always been that since i was a kid so it's like certain stuff and music. Like I always wanted to meet certain people or certain things or achieve certain things, perform in front of a lot of people. So it's like it's obstacles as you go. It's either you gonna give up or you not. Like you get your shots. You gotta just know where you trying to go. Where you trying to go with it. I never, I never, I wasn't looking at it. I never looked for viral moments basically. Mm. Like a minute. A minute. I'm just trying to get to the top. I think that's really key too to like when you say you're not really looking for viral moments because I think people place too much emphasis on that viral moment and then that moment passes. Yeah, like expecting just something to just go perfect every time just because you feel like, you know, you feel like it's it or you feel like it's, it's the time for you. It ain't the time yet. Hmm. So just balancing that out and knowing that, that's just what keep me going. What are some goals you have for yourself at this point in your career? Um, I want to get a um major, like I want to get a like a, I want to get my own label, like get my own label and just. Give everybody else, or give other people opportunities that ain't got a chance to really get heard, or you know, or that's on the same type of grind as me. That's 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 like the goal, and be able to take care of my family. First and foremost, I wanted to take it, be able to take care of my family. I was gonna ask you that. Do you ever even want to be signed? Because you seem to be doing fine. Yeah, Wait, it is I, now. I mean, I was just yeah, the same I, thing. <laughs> I know the business. I'd rather partner, but 
it's it's cool to um you know that always was a dream you know that's like the dream but i i i'd rather do a partner or something i don't i don't really be um looking for people come to me all the time trying to sign me but mm-hmm. you know it gotta be right correct basically. numbers yeah exactly it gotta be right that's it no i just admire so, that yeah just the right situation for the both of us if we really here to help each other so now did that's you have it. a manager the whole time or did you get one eventually um yeah i had managers uh, management um before i just got with new management but yeah i had management not my whole career though mm-hmm. you know, it's just you know i always had um team 80 though i was gonna so, ask you who is team 80 that's team 80 is the production company you know that's the label Okay. Yeah. So that's how we move. We independent. We've been doing it for a while, though. That independent grind is hard work. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, you got to go through a lot with it. Trust me. It's a lot. Yep. It's, It's a lot. And if you ain't built for it, you, you people will, you know, might give up. Okay, through this whole journey, right? Like, if you could go back and tell yourself something, like, from when you first started, what would you tell yourself? Focus on myself. Yeah. I would definitely... Yeah, focus on myself. You just focus on a lot yeah. of other people or a lot of other things? Yeah, maybe focus on a lot of other things, you know. And a lot of, definitely focusing on a lot of other things. I would definitely tell myself, focus on myself. Because if I, if I, if, 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 if I was focused on myself more, Back then, it would be, it probably would be a little bit different because at the time, I, 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 ain't, I ain't need people around me that I had around me. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, I definitely would have told myself that. And so we're really big on producers here on this show. We like to give them their spotlight. So talk about working with Rifa on the project. Yeah, that definitely was dope. Our chemistry is A1. We get the work. It's, it's one, two, three. We put the beat on my head. It's, 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 it's just it, you know. And he been, he been around me for some time, so he know my pain. And he know, he know a little bit what, what a nigga go through, so. It was it was it was easy to work. Mm. He knew where I wanted to go, and he knew basically what what would bring it out of me. So that's that's what comes with being a producer. And he knew like I gotta give him this type of way. And it was just there. Everything was clicking. Like I'm waiting for him right now, so we could record the next one. Okay. We already started. We already started. I uh, got a few more songs to do. Yeah, you know, knocking them out. It's like one, two, three. Like I told y'all, that was last year. So just imagine. And I, I, I heard, I heard a few, I heard a few, I heard a few songs too, and I heard a few projects too. I don't, they ain't even messing with my old shit, so okay. It's gonna get it's gonna get spooky in a minute. Hmm. My dog's trying to make an appearance in the interview, so if I'm on mute, that's why. All right, all right. All right, who would you want to work with? Like, I know you mentioned like some people try to live off of like getting a feature or paying for a feature from somebody. 
like Jadakiss or something. Yeah. But, no, no, I don't. I don't feel. I don't be. Um. I ain't say. I ain't mean. I did. I probably did say that. But what I meant was, people be trying to just get carried. Don't feel like like a lot of niggas on the come up. Even my peers, people around me, they'll feel like if they get a song with the biggest or the hottest artist, that's gonna make a break their career. Mm-hmm. Like they just want it to happen. They want that viral moment. You get what I'm saying? And I'll be telling them, what, what are you really in it for? We're not doing that. You, the same person, got himself hot, right? You could do the same thing. It ain't, you don't need him to get yourself hot. You get what I'm saying? So I'll be telling them to stop trying to live off the of features or get carried off the of features. Right? Like, if you can make a song that you can sound good yourself, make the song. Right. But if if your fans want you to work with a person, yeah, y'all put collab or angle. If you feel like you want to work with a person, but go ahead, but don't dwell on that feature. You you act like that'll make it break your career to to the point where they'd be mad at the artist. The artists don't want to do it. Right. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I meant by like bugging out. Well, you know, everybody don't have star power. Like that, that's what I call that star power. Like, you have to be feeling yourself that much because, like, how are you going to convince me to feel you? And you know what? If you don't have that star power, a feature isn't going to do anything for you at all. But I didn't, I didn't even, I, I know. And I don't know if I had it. I think I did probably have it. People tell me I always had it, but I feel like I didn't have star power. I just was nice. I wasn't, no, nah, I was feeling myself. You, you absolutely uh-huh. right. You absolutely <laughs> right. I was feeling myself. <laughs> yeah, you do gotta be feeling yourself to the max. You gotta just know. You gotta believe in yourself. That's okay. how I feel. No, I ain't gonna lie, cause I know some people that believe in themselves. So, but I don't know if they really. If and they you really have to have that star like, power. You wouldn't be where you are now. I know. I mean, I think I it's a combination of things. I mean, you do have to be nice because if you're not nice but you believe in yourself, I'm gonna just be like, "Well, bless your heart, you know." Yeah, bless your heart, <laughs> Yeah, that's how it be sometimes. I'm, it's but it'd be kids. like, damn. But it just takes practice. That's why I t- said in my song, "Can't quit, hustle, determination." I ain't forget practice. You gotta have hustle. You could be determined, but you have to practice. I'm talking about I was doing this since I was a, a, a baby. You know what I'm saying? So that's all of the practice that I was, everything. I'm talking about people stopping me every day on the block, everywhere I go, older people, younger people, while I'm walking. I got to rap for like at least 10 people by the time I get to the store. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was something I loved to do, though. I wanted to go do it to, you get what I'm saying? Yo, let me hear this. Any old OG that was out soccer, I always been outside my whole life. And you know, Brownsville is, is heavy. It's heavy in attendance. <laughs> we a big community. So I walk around, tell people, yo, let me, yo, hear this, hear this. And I'll just be spitting. And they'll see me, yo, little dog, yo, yo, let me hear something going off. Or they put their man on, yeah, son, shorty be spitting. And I always was on it like that. So that was the practice. I'd be telling people, they be thinking, oh, you just be thinking, yo, you this and that. I'd be like, nah, bro, I've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I could do. I know what I, what I love to do. That's the only thing that made me happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, well, what can we expect next? More music, um, more content. I'm gonna let y'all see more of my lifestyle and what I do on a regular. Um, just a lot more. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot more, a lot more, more film. Yeah, you it's just dropped the visuals for work, right? That was like five days ago. Mm-hmm, yeah. That video looked lit felt yeah, like yeah. summer i was like yeah. i want to be outside we was in miami i got another one coming um in a few i'm gonna drop another video too work work is different we had fun out there 
We was in Miami. We was turned up. I ain't gonna lie, work work was fine. That's one of my favorite songs too off the project. That beat was crazy too. Like I was hearing it. Yes. And then all of a sudden it just went to this place. I was like, oh snap. And yeah, that beat, right? Yeah. They don't get too much of those like that no more. And people ain't expecting that no more. Right. You know what I mean? We could be adding them with the original for real. We classic. Guarantee you that one gonna be classic. That's all we just be putting out. So we gotta get them the real essence of it, of this music, like New York for real. And that's just why I'm coming from with it. And I'm coming from Brooklyn, so you know. I gotta that, shed the light on that. That was one of the things that I appreciated about your sound was that it reminded me of that New York sound that I feel like has been lost for the last couple of years. I feel like everybody in New York is just trying to do what the people in Atlanta are trying to do or what the yeah. people out in Cali are trying to do. And you're not doing that. You're doing you. And it definitely shines through on your records. Yeah, I'm doing Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be. I gotta, I got to. Uh, we need it back. Mm-hmm. I've been at it for so long, but now I see like I, I, everybody getting their shots. I'm like, all right, come on, come on, come on. All right, we need it now, bro. Like, I was, I like what Pop Smoke was going. He was doing it. Pop Smoke was, he was adjusting. He was adjusting the last album, everything, even even his first first ones. He was, he was getting real gritty, real grimy. That's 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 our city. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. He was changing the game. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. He had. He was the. He had. He had it. I was just wait. I'm just waiting for somebody to have that wave. But you know, now it's us. We here now. It's over. I think I don't think I have any other questions for you, Deb. Do you have any questions? No, this was great. This is, is there anything great. else you want to really tell the refreshing. listeners? What was your favorite song off your own project? Did you, or did y'all listen to it? We I did listen, listen to, to it. it. Um, yo, it, it was kind of hard for me to choose, but I liked um, Murder. I liked Ride Forever. I liked work. I really liked work. I think it was just like the mood I was in. I was super mm. feeling that. And then when I went and I I looked on YouTube to see what visuals you had out and I saw that and I was like, oh, this video is super lit. It like matched like the mood of the song. It was up tempo, right? Yeah. yeah. Listening to my old, did you listen to any of my old music? Did I didn't get listen to any old music. All right. I All right I now. I didn't even know. ring again. The crazy part is I didn't even know that we were interviewing the same person that I've been listening to. Like I was laying in my bed and I was like, Well, what's their Instagram? And I went and I was like, Get out of here. Like I was bugging out. <laughs> I had to get a drink. But... Yeah, you gotta listen to the old music, the new Brooklyn freestyle. Okay. Listen to the new Brooklyn freestyle and just look where I, I came from and just look and then when you listen to the tape now, you're gonna be like Oh yeah, growth. Is, yeah, yeah, you can see though. And it. just watch all the videos from mm-hmm. then to to now. If when y'all get a chance, just just follow my career. Y'all gonna see everything. You are gonna be like, all right, the music now is gonna make more sense to you. Ah, I mean, so how many really. projects have you put out before this? Because five years ago was the first one, right? Right, yeah, and I was Definition of Dreams Volume One. After that, I put out New Crack City. New Crack City is me and Chaos joint project. Definition of Dreams. That's that was like a part two, but it wasn't really a part two. That's Definition of Dreams Volume One. New Crack City, Black Christmas, and this and Black Christmas is gonna drop on Apple Music and all of that. I'm gonna try to get it to push it for this Christmas. For this Christmas. I think I gotta submit that. Like right now, as we speak, I gotta go get that because I gotta put it in the system. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to put it on all platforms, so people been bugging me about it. So 
that. I put out that, and now is the new Brooklyn. Probably last project I put out was two, three years ago. So, so this was basically everything that I was going on with and going through within that time. Yeah, it was a nice, decent fifteen tracks. I was like, that's nice. That's nice for people to sit with. Be. I was. I don't know why, but I was surprised with fifteen. I guess I'm You're just surprised, the, right? Like projects being short now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I had so much more and look at the ones I didn't put on it people were so oh why you didn't put ego on a project because ego is on its own that's <laughs> just a statement for me to you get what I'm saying this project was done already and that's what I keep on trying to tell them <laughs> it was done but I can't tell them I did it yo I did this last year bro uh-uh. tell them to wait right, for the yeah. next project Tune in. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I be telling them. They feeling for that. They ain't they sitting with this one right now. They liking it. They like, all right, we good. And I gave them Heart of the City last week. I don't even think y'all seen that. No, I didn't see that. I, yeah, I get I put out Heart of the City right before work. So mm. and I go on all platforms tonight. So Heart of the City available on all platforms tonight. So Yo, Deep them. M was good too. That was nice for the ladies. I was like, "Oh, the ladies track." Yeah, they was definitely jacking that. They was having me like, "I'm happy you did it." I'm like, "Yo, come on, man, I do it. <laughs> I do everything." <laughs> Versatility. Yeah, we add yeah. that to the playlist. To the playlist. Absolutely. Yeah, we need. I, I I might do the video for that too. Yeah, Valentine's Day, am. Okay. Right. <laughs> yep, you just gave me a hot bed. I put you on the credit. In the field radio, changing lives. Yeah, shout out to y'all too. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for meeting with us. Thank y'all for having me. Hopefully once the pandemic clears, we can come check you at some performances since we're not that far. Well, I'm going to come out oh. in the pandemic. I don't care. All right. I'll be out here anyway. <laughs> All right, bet. Bet. We're going to put it together. All right. Welcome back to In the Field Radio. I'm Erin Boogie. I'm here with Miss Lady D. Hi. And off air, we were just talking about the versus battles. <laughs> the versus battle didn't happen. When did it get rescheduled to January 9th? Oh, so they're still going to do it. It's just. Yeah. Which still. I don't know how to feel about that. I was a little bit disappointed that it got canceled for sure. I was looking forward to hearing some of Ashanti's classics. But you just got COVID a couple hours before the thing and they couldn't do it. I was confused because. That's exactly what I was about to say. I was like, so you just felt like you had COVID like that day or. Well, and the battles were remote to begin with, so why couldn't they just move to an online format where they weren't in the same room? I don't know, but I don't like it. Me either. I think there should be a forfeit, and Keisha Cole could just play her songs, and we could just move on. Who did you want to win, who, or who did you think was going to win? Um... Well, see, if they could only play their own songs that they perform i feel like keisha cole was probably gonna win really but shanti made songs for other people so what if she plays some of those songs like would she be allowed to yeah you can play anything that you've worked on basically so if she was a feature if she wrote it and you know her pen game was out there she was right Do you think Ashanti is a good singer? Um, I think that uh, that's so hard because I think for the time that she was out here, like she all put she put out massive hits, and none of us was like, "Man, her singing wasn't that great on that feature." <laughs> and we felt like she was a better singer than J Lo. Yeah. Yeah, people was getting away with a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah, well, Britney, I mean, Britney Spears can't sing at all. <laughs> she 
at, at, oh, exactly and she was cute and she was on disney so right so she had a whole career off that so it's like can ashanti sing is she the best vocalist out there probably not but is it offensive to my ears no <laughs> <laughs> i think Keisha's definitely the better singer but i think ashanti has better songs yeah that one was gonna be hard i was trying to figure out because when when the verses first started and Keisha Cole really wanted a versus. I was trying to figure out who would be appropriate to match her up with. So this is a pretty good one, I think. Because what? There were people throwing some weird names around. I was like, nah, that's not. I'm just excited that it's another female one because the men have been dominating. Yeah. And then now it's rumors is swirling that I didn't check on the versus page, but that the last versus battle of the year is going to be E40 and too short. Outside of the Bay Area, who wants that? Oh my god! Well, I I I'm just gonna <laughs> not embarrass myself. I think <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved all that hyphy stuff and all that. Oh my god! Like I would literally be. Be dancing all weird in the house. What's your favorite E forty song? Uh exactly. Hi Fi. <laughs> uh, tell me when to go. Um I think that's it. Hi Fi. <laughs> yeah, like I don't have a favorite E forty song. I'm from New York. It was a fun time. Oh I mean, they've, they're both, they've been around forever and not taking anything away from what they've contributed or, or their, what their, how their fan base feels about them, but it is just not for me. Oh, that would be interesting. It was the first one that I was kind of like, really? What made y'all go in that direction? <laughs> Who would be better, like, West Coast artists for you? Um, I would love to see, and he already said he wasn't going to do it, but I would love to see Dr. Dre do anything. Like the, like, especially the amount of songs that he's produced that he could play. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably like, don't disrespect me. No, There's he, no um, he, um, when, um, Teddy Riley and Babyface, he had called Teddy Riley at the end of the battle and Teddy Riley was still live on Instagram, and Dr. J was like, yo, man, that's not for me, but this was really awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually think, I think Diddy and um, Dr. J would be fun. Oh, my God. Right? You have, like, the bad boy death row matchup that, you know, if everybody hadn't died, could have happened. Oh, my God. That would be insane. I would stop yeah. everything. That's what I'm saying. It would break the internet. There was one, too, we were talking about last night that we were like, oh, Mary J and... Who was the other one that we... Oh, Mary J and Mariah Carey. Like, break the internet. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that would be so good. Right? Those Make it happen. we want to see. Yeah, well, we better get on Clubhouse and start planting seeds. Actually, I was on a panel the other day. I was listening to that um, Swiss Beats was talking. What was he talking about? Infidelity? <laughs> I couldn't even hold that laugh in. The part that I was listening to, he was talking about how he got accepted into the Harvard Business School. And you have to be a part of a company that makes like $300 million a year to even be accepted into the program. And I was like, I'm going to end this panel right now because there's nothing that I could gain from this. Can we talk about Swiss Beats for a second? Because... When I was deployed, we, we turned on the TV, and there was camel racing. Like, how we <laughs> Yo, race I, I would love to see that. Yeah, they definitely race camels. And I follow Swiss on Instagram. He definitely has a team. That's amazing. That wins camel racing. Like, he is out there doing camel racing. So, I'm sure he's doing a bunch of other stuff out there, too. Because as soon as you start seeing Americans out in UAE doing stuff like that, 
This is probably some real estate things going on. Swiss Beats, if you need a camel jockey, I'm here. No, they have like a a robot thing that, a robot like monkey thing that rides on the camel and like beats it. Stop it. Yeah. It's not even with people? No. And the people drive around in their cars like a track that's around the track. Yeah. Yep. This is blowing my mind right now. We're going to end this right now because I'm going to look up camel racing. So thank you all for tuning in. You can find us on In The Field Radio across all social media. Check us out on our website, inthefieldradio.com. Where else are we? We said Instagrams. Not ours. I just said the In The Field. You can find us everywhere there. But Aaron Pookie on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Oh my god, and our Facebook, and I'm on Periscope, but I don't think I'm going to share that with you guys. <laughs> That's my secret nerd out place. But you can follow me on Instagram, T-H-E-E, lady underscore D. Ooh. I was going to say something slick about the underscore. And then I was like, you know what? I've done that like four weeks in a row. <laughs> I played it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Bleezy. I know we sure did. And next week, we got Merc La Familia in the building. Mm-hmm. Just one member of the collective, not the whole collective. Right. <laughs> I'm glad we got that straight. <laughs> yeah. We were not sure who was going to log on for the interview. That's where that stems from. At all. But uh, it's been real. I hope uh, nobody dies in the next week. And nothing else is coming up, right? Christmas is next Friday. Hanukkah is happening. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you all next week. It's been real. In the Bye. field radio, ninety-one point three FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio.